it's an important day because the shops are opening. Yes, you can go out shopping today and buy all the essential goods, all the non-essential goods that you haven't been able to buy for the past three months. So we're going to be talking a lot about retail. Uh, morning to Maz. She's here. Morning, Maz. Good morning. Awesome. You're so subdued when you start. And we have our, oh, I think we've lost your signal. We've got Mark, who's supposed to be uh, at Gloucester Keys doing some retail therapy and telling us what it's going to like out there. Um, he's in there, basically. So it's just you and me, Maz, for the moment. Grant's running late. Um, it's a bit what of a Monday feeling to today. What happened to Mark? I don't know. He seems to have vanished. So we'll come back to him in a moment uh, once we get his stream back up. So don't worry about it. Maz, you can start talking because I'm sure everybody will be able to still hear you. And what you say is very vitally important. <laughs> Over to okay. you, Maz. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Good afternoon. I hope that everybody had a lovely, lovely weekend. So it's a big day today. Non-essential shops and businesses have officially opened. Whoa. And I think it's going to be interesting to see if they have a large number of shoppers immediately, or is it going to be a handful of people? I mean, reality is the government panicked the population with an orchestrated, hysterical overreaction to this virus. And no matter what the drop in infection is now, there are many out there who have been brainwashed and scared to venture back into the real world. So, on that note, I don't expect an upturn in the economy anytime soon. You know, the government has frightened too many into a state of panic. I mean, for me personally, shopping was an enjoyable experience when things were normal. I mean, no social distancing or wearing masks. You could eat and drink in a cafe, had access to a toilet. You know, all these things make a big difference to an enjoyable shopping experience. And now I think retailers will be treating paying customers like, um, what's the word that comes to mind? A disease cattle. And I suppose this won't encourage people to spend money in stores, ordering them around, telling them where to stand, where to walk, what to touch, when to wash their hands, pointing thermometers at them. It will be like going round on a conveyor belt of arrows, waiting for the person in front or holding up the person behind. I mean, I personally like to go in and get out at my pace, not waste my life standing in queues. I've been doing enough of that when I've been going shopping for grocery. You know, people simply won't put up with it. I mean, the only upper hand that the clothing stores had over online trading was that customers could see, touch, feel clothes without that. A retail store is quite literally pointless, I say. Does it really now serve a purpose? I mean, there was an article yesterday in the Daily Mail where Boris is saying, shop with confidence, guys. And it made me think, but your kids can't go back to school, so you'll have to stay at home to look after them. And most offices can't open, so you can't go to work. It's okay for them then to go thrive through McDonald's, but hey, don't worry about work and school. That's far too dangerous for you. You know, does it make sense to you? You know, it's such a shame that there isn't the same determination to get all of the kids back to school, especially now that actually they're looking at relaxing the two-meter rule. 
you know, this way millions of working people can go back to work. Um, and then we have Mr. Sonak, who's saying, now is the time to open all businesses and allow everybody to earn. You know, so many businesses are still closed while you allow only the big players uh, to open up. So I don't know. Can we shop with confidence? Boris telling everyone to actually go and shop. Is that the right thing to do? Because then you have ads on television telling people to only go out if absolutely necessary or for work. So, Mr. Johnson, which one is it? Shall we shop with confidence or shall we stay at home? You know, is he deluded or are we deluded? You know, if he thinks that people are going to be attracted to the shops with redundancy looming, ridiculous social distancing human chess game, no toilets, no changing room or places to eat and drink, then I think he is silly. When will he realize that social distancing will be solely responsible for millions of loss of jobs? It is unworkable and will kill off the high street. Hospitality, entertainment, leisure, and sports sectors. It is the social distancing that will prove to be a silent killer. And then we have the lovely Rishi Sonak, who's saying, get out there, get shopping. I mean, but really, there are so many other possibilities, like get making, get building, get designing, get inventing, get researching, get teaching, get learning. Instead, we're exhorted to get shopping, people. How can you Tell people to get out there, get shopping when my children aren't allowed to go to school or see friends and family. It's okay to take kids to the zoo and a drive up. Then and only then people will have the money to spend for the boost of our economy. Forcing small businesses to remain closed after three months. I think it's bad behavior. You know, this is the week that a million people could get made redundant to miss the cutoff point where firms have to pay national insurance and pension contributions in August. You know, good luck to those people. There could possibly be five million people unemployed by Christmas if social distancing makes firms unprofitable and they close after giving it a go. We really need to bounce back and get out there. So on that note, over to you, Mr. Bullock. Hello. Well, we've got everybody else back. So we've got Mark there. He's back in the sunshine. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm here in Gloucester Keys and I'm here in Gloucester Keys. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, mate. We can see you. Cool, cool. So uh, Grant, I'm in Gloucester Keys. Grant's in the office, yeah. And yeah, just to, just to identify with what Mass is saying. Yeah, you're right. I mean, why is it we can open shops but we can't open schools? Why is it we're expecting uh, people to go spending when they're not quite sure if they've got the money to continue after this month, where businesses are going to make harsh decisions as to reality or whether they're going to crack on and uh, keep paying people on furlough or whether they're actually going to say, look, you know, we're going to make the hard decisions what are facing us right now to do this redundancy packages but what i can see here and I, i'm just trying to obviously uh get the camera view uh changed i don't know if we could do that no nope, no nope, definitely not 
Um, but like, if I can, if, <laughs> yeah, it's not like normal, is it? But if I look behind me, the shops do look like they're filling. Yeah, they do look like they're filling. So there's quite a few people around this morning in Gloucester Keys, uh, which is great to see. Now, there's also uh, a lot of people wearing masks uh, to protect themselves. The uh, workers in the shops have got masks on, they've got gloves on, uh, and it must be hard for those guys because they're obviously standing in the heat uh, to welcome guests coming through the door. But it's great to see that we are looking to get back to normal and get the high street back to normal and that's what it's about right now so we need to encourage businesses and the uh, general public to come out shopping because if we're going to get our economy going we need to really do that now so i'm here today that's my viewpoint with it all um you know what do you think uh grant yeah yeah it looks looks quite busy there mark it's uh, encouraging yeah. it's a lot busier than birmingham yeah yeah i mean Obviously, um, people going around, they're looking around, they're browsing. And, and as you say, Matt, it's going to be a different experience for all of us when shopping. Uh, but, you know, just, just want to highlight that. Look, you know, you've got a chap in the background who works at the centre cleaning uh, the bins um, and obviously making sure that the contact centres, everyone's going to put their hands, is being sanitised. That is going to be not- the uh, shape of things. Are they not counting people into the main section there, Mark? Into the the, the quayside inside. No, I mean, there are there are official staff around who are obviously monitoring how how the day is going. But I think generally people are using the outside space as much as they can, and then nipping into the shops, uh, you know, to browse around. So it's busy. It's great to see that it's happening, but it's probably not as busy as they'd like it to be, considering it's the first day of shops open. Is the queues marked to get into the shops? No, I've, the queues I've seen predominantly, as we, we'd expect, is with the supermarkets. Um, you know, the the shops themselves, I mean, I'm standing outside of Ted Baker here, and there is there is no one in Ted Baker at all. So it, it's kind of like that, isn't it? You've got to ask yourself where, where we're going to be with all this. But what I've noticed behind me, Massive discounts, massive discounts, 70% discounts. And I don't think you're going to see this online. I think they're going to try and encourage you to go in the shops and get the discounts in the shops. Well, it makes sense, doesn't it? What, what are they doing? Do you know, Mark, have you tried? What are they doing about uh, trying stuff on? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, I'm not sure how they're going to approach this, how they're going to do it type thing. Yeah. Well, a lot, of the, uh, a lot of the reports are is that they're, they're not, not allowing you yeah, to try anything you can't, you can't try anything no. on? No. Uh, it's yeah. going to be a bit weird going into a clothes shop and, you know, browsing. And you Can you pick it up or, what? you know? Well, the... the yeah, the, it's, it's... Go on, Mark, sorry. No, I mean, obviously... We, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because no one wants to be on camera, uh, exp- uh, you know, talking about what their policy is for their shop. But but you can see that, you know, all the shops are out there. Uh, and what they're saying to people is like, you, you can you can look around, basically. You can, you can pick things up, but you can't try it on. So, yeah, it is going to be difficult unless you know your exact size. Or, you know, like me, who, who often goes to crew, buys the same T-shirts or same sort of designs. Uh, you know, I know exactly what size I am. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what that's what you were before lockdown, Mark. What are you now? Yeah, Matt? yeah, that's right. Yeah, you for myself, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah, for myself. I've heard, I've heard so that I've they're, they're, down, yeah. if you buy something and you take it back, they they have to quarantine the clothes for forty eight hours before yeah, they uh, yeah. put them back onto the shelves yeah. again. 
Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I noticed, uh, well, I saw a report similar to that, that uh, WH Smith uh, and, and the bookstores are, you know, saying there's a trolley for you to put the book after you. If you, you can have a browse, you can have a look through, but if you're not going to buy it, then put it on the side and they will keep it out of circulation for, uh, I think it's uh, 48 hours before they put it back into circulation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice that there's, you know, there's people out there and there's people walking around, which is... Uh... Yeah, that, that's it. It's encouraging, isn't it? It's encouraging that you can see people walking around, uh, enjoying the sunshine, you know, but at the same time, they are they are looking to... I've seen people shopping bags. I've seen people actually making purchases, and that's what's going to get the economy moving. Um, I know that I'll personally do my bit today. <laughs> yeah. What are you um, buying? What are you there for? What are you going to buy? <laughs> well, this is it. I mean, well, as I say, I like my T-shirt, so I want. I want. Uh, I, I'm hoping they're going to do a good deal on this, but I'm looking for. They normally do a bundle pack of three uh, polo shirts, so I'm thinking about getting three of those. Oh. Have they got a Primark there, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unbelievable! Unbelievable! You um, see, that's that's yeah. the, the the Primark in Birmingham had queues around the block. They said this morning. Uh, really? uh, so everybody was just trying to get in the Primark, which is weird. They, they um, weren't at this end of town. It was uh, we were really surprised. It's quiet. Is it quiet? quiet? Right. And the car, yeah. the car park wasn't as busy as it was last week. I don't um, think. We, I don't think people are going to rush back. I really don't. I think they're no, going to take their time. But Pret 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 is open, so Pret Monjay is open, which is uh, oh. is a nice sign. Um, but yeah, it, it's certainly not busy in town. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I, I was quite surprised. I was half expecting to come into town today and see it rammed with lots of people shopping. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Merry Hill, which for those of you overseas, it's a, it's a, a huge shopping centre in the UK. Um, that, that's been really, really busy today. Massive, massive queues. Um, Gloucester Keys, where you are, Mark, is, a, is a, obviously a lovely uh, yeah, it, I love it. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a great, it's a great spot. And, uh, you know, I was speaking to, uh, you know, my brother-in-law about this. Um, where we are, they've been given permission in Tewkesbury on Junction 9, which is only on the road from here, to build an outlet centre for the Cotswolds Outlet Centre. So it's going to be similar to the Keys, uh, more like Swindon Village. Uh, and people are saying, well, actually, how can they, how can they, how can they still they want to do that? In time? Yeah, in a time they like this. But, but they've, they've got their, they've got their, um, they've got their first um, retail taking up the um, the lease for them in two years' time, which is a big garden centre there. So they're pushing ahead. They're pushing ahead. Mm. That's good. I mean, it's, it's, it, I think it's going to take time for, for people to get out there and uh, to to get into that mode of buying again because obviously we've been in lockdown for three months and I think everybody's still a little bit wary to get out there. I mean, mm. the, the kids are all out there. That's great. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what's interesting is, is like Matt says, going shopping is an experience, isn't it? It's, it's about getting those coffees. Uh, and behind us is uh, all of this normally down here, just on the side here, would be massively packed with chairs outside, people sitting down having coffees, uh, drinks, uh, and, and enjoying it. And, and this square here, the, um, the, the Gloucestershire uh, Council uh, use to put on events, so all of this now, normally, at this time of year, would be full of activities, something going on, markets, all the rest of it. And behind us, I don't know if you can see, just trying to get it in shot, 
yeah, you got the um, the Weatherspoons as well. Now the Weatherspoons, uh, we all know that he's up in arms with all this and says, "I'm going to be open as as early as possible." Yeah, because he's got some outside space, and I know the one in Cheeksbury. He's got a massive garden, and we're yeah. looking forward to the. Uh, Restaurants and pubs opening again, but there's got to be something done with the two meter distancing, and I think that's what they're talking about right now. I think they are talking about that, aren't they? Because they were going to do an emergency lift this morning as Boris yes. is in, but then I don't think that. And it's amazing how all of a sudden in 24 hours they can do an emergency lift on that, but not on other things that are actually really important. Which, which are what was the what was the emergency lift on? Maz? The two meters, so. All these shops have now spent money on stickers and, you know, there's two meter yeah. ruling and yeah. everything. So the it's not under discussion, isn't it? Sorry? Isn't it under discussion? They're not, they're not lifting it yet. For Monday, then it didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I, I, they're, I, it, you know, Matt, my viewpoint is, and it is only a viewpoint, they will. They will lift it. They will move it to uh, close to the one meter as possible because the World yeah. Health Organization have said one meter. Uh, Germany do 1.5. Uh, and some countries are even doing less than that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something that they, that they, you know, they've been batting it around all weekend, but no one would actually commit to it. And I think they, and Bob, well, Boris came out yesterday and said he's going to consider it for the weekend of the 4th of July when they're hopefully or supposedly opening the pubs and the restaurants. But we just don't know. Uh, it's one of those, they're going to get to the 3rd of July and go, oh yeah, it's all open tomorrow. And then well, know, hopefully it's, everybody will be, in, be ready. Uh, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see. Mark, you've got your event um on the 8th of July, which I'm looking Yeah, 8th of July, I, we bought that. I've taken the, the initiative to say, look, you know, uh, we have to get behind uh, restaurants, uh, hospitality industry. You know, I've got members who are subscription payers every month. Uh, we're obviously delivering a lot online, but we need to get back to the face-to-face -face as well. Uh, and we will do that. And, um, you know, I, I think, what what I believe is will happen is is this another another way of uh, a bit cynical here another way for us to get the economy moving because if you've got to reprint all those two meter signs, then printing printing's going to be a great thing in design right now, isn't it? I had just just, uh, just uh, talking about the economy and moving things forward. I heard today that um, I think it's BP have said that they're not opening up new drill sites. They, they had a plans this beauty's market. They've got, uh, they had eight new drilling platforms that they were going to uh, put into uh, commission over the next 12 months. They're not doing it because they've said that the lockdown and the COVID crisis across the world has uh, pushed forward the decrease of uh, petrol and diesel engines uh, as people will be either using uh, 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 pedal bikes or electric cars or electric bikes and all that. And so... For them to say that because the petrol price has just crashed so they're not actually they're going to reduce the production of fuel which i think is a, a is a real positive i mean I, I know grant will be on this but it's a real positive really for this uh for what's happened yeah i i think there's there's lots of uh things that have been accelerated as a result of this that we were heading towards anyway um and and what what the lockdown you know you've got to take the positives um, the, the transition towards electric, I think, is is going to be 
hugely beneficial. The fact that obviously we've not had so many cars on the road, trucks, lorries, etc. So that we, we've had, you know, environmental positives as a result. Um, there's other things as well. I mean, I, I, one of the things I want to talk about today, I wrote a blog article yesterday just talking about the things that have changed during lockdown that um, are now with us to stay forever. Um, things like the small business support group. <laughs> we started doing this during lockdown and we're going to carry on doing it. You know, this is uh, this is part of the new normal for us is 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 working with our social media to to support businesses. You know, meetings taking place on Zoom is, and, and um, Google Meet, etc., is now the new normal. And I think that's going to be carried on working from home. You know, the reason we're now effectively starting to, we're in semi-lockdown, I would call it at the moment. Um, town is still really, you know, really quiet where, where I am at the moment. You know, the offices are all empty around here. Um, that's going to be part of the new normal. Uh, we're about to go into the point where uh, hairdressers are going to be opening up next month, uh, beauty salons, maybe gyms, maybe, uh, well, pubs and restaurants. You know, we've been doing, I said it a few times, loads of apps for food ordering and drinks ordering. I mean, the, imagine the scenario, you're in the pub now, um, because of social distancing, you're having to use an app to place your order, which means there's no queuing at the bar. Uh, there's no leaving your mates behind and being overlooked by the by the, the server over and over again because the, the queue's too deep. Everything's done in a much more efficient way. Um, the actual pub is able to serve more drinks because the people behind the bar aren't having to deal directly with people, which can slow you down. Um, and it means the whole the whole thing is a more efficient and effective way of doing things. And I believe that we'll obviously be forced into that in the early stages of when we, we start to open up these places. But when people realise how good it is, that will be the new normal. Um, so there's so many different things that are going to be affected um, that is a positive as a result. Um, I think that's, that's you know, a, a celebration. We need to, you know, we need to think about that as a, as a positive thing. No, definitely. How many people are in the office? Uh, uh, yeah, Grant. Is there a few uh, more people? Same as before. So it's still quiet. It's still, still really, quiet? really quiert, yeah. So basically, yeah. I think somebody keeps walking past. There's one other office, and it happens to be the one next door to us. So. <laughs> That's what I, I saw somebody walk past. Oh, yeah. people, no, we're the only ones on this floor, this entire floor. There's I've like, asked, I've asked, uh, Grant. I've asked to be moved to your office floor. I'm I'm going to a different floor now. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not sure if that's a comedy moment or he is actually just moving floor. <laughs> I can imagine it is. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah. I mean, because where I am, it's like ex extremely expensive. The offices down there, which are lovely and lush and all that, but most of the tenants have left now. So I think what they're going to do is really look at how they're going to use that floor space. Uh, and I've asked to come up to your floor because there's a few more tenants on that uh, floor. And I think what you're going to find, a bit like the, the sales are going on in the shops, you're going to get some great deals out there with, uh, as businesses start returning to, to, to work and, and start looking for opportunities to grow. Uh, and that's got to be a positive, as, as Grant says. We've got to start looking at the positives with all this and rather than that, the doom and gloom that is the economy and we're in a massive recession. We know we're going to be in some sort of uh, decline for a while now but as the government are predicting you know once we get through this 2021 will be the big bounce back end of the year 
that the economy grows as opposed to shrinks. Definitely. Grant, it'll be, it'll oh, be interesting to see. Grant, you remember me and you went to the um, WeWork launch together. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be interesting because I know they're, they're, they're quite pricey as well as to what they're going to do with their pricing. There's only, well, the next... Well, quite, quite publicly, uh, prior to, you know, way before lo lockdown, quite publicly, they've been in financial difficulty for some time. We really? were, yeah. Um, and, you know, they, their funders had to give them a massive bailout at the beginning of this year. Um, they had a failed IPO. Um, and, um, you know, it was, um, they, they, they were struggling anyway, because their business model is, um, you know, um, they, they lease these big properties, spend a fortune on them, and then obviously they go for, for lots of little businesses. And the, the one in Birmingham is absolutely awesome as a, as a, as a, a venue. It's so and I was having a conversation. Um, well, I spoke to quite a few people that are in the uh, property business that, that do, um, you know, uh, large, large spaces, commercial, that they'll rent. Um, and then you've got the places that have got multiple occupancy. So you've got the co-working spaces and, and those kind of places. And, you know, nobody's got a crystal ball, but I, I can see, or, and even by just looking at some of the businesses that have publicly announced that some of the big commercial office spaces in cities uh, are likely to lose out because they'll have big companies that had large office spaces that are now largely working from home. Um, and they're going to keep it that way. I think Barclays have publicly announced that they're going to be doing that on a couple of their properties. Um, now, for me, they, these people are still going to need places to, you know, when they do get together, you know, do team meetings, et cetera. So I would wonder whether places like WeWork, although they're going to take an initial hit and they, you know, they already will have done um, as the new normal comes to place and, and, and in place and things start leveling out, whether some of the bigger businesses will, will leverage spaces like that to use as their kind of, you know, as their office space, much smaller than they had before, because the facilities are awesome. Um, you know, where we are is, is be beautiful offices, you know, as Mark says, they're not cheap, but, you know, they are lovely. And, and as a place to come and work, it's a fantastic environment. We works the same, um, yeah. you know, in terms of it's a beautiful place to go. And for, for big businesses that no longer need huge, flaws um then you know um that these kind of places could be they could benefit from it in the long run well what is interesting is uh ben service manager be offices headspace has said that um he personally was because they used to do like lots of trolley runs with donuts or wrestling he's like well i'll just buy some chocolates and, and and just go around to all the tenants and just say sealed that is but here's a chocolate because they want to keep that personal touch going. And I think that's what it's about. I that's what they get at. this personal touch, yeah. Yeah, that's what they're good at. No, but yeah, I, think, I think the whole commercial property business is likely to be an area that um, has a huge readjustment, um, you know, for, for the reasons I've just stated. And also because um, you're going to get less people working in cities. I think that seems to be a, a pretty much a given from the evidence I've seen um, it, and that means that there's going to be a downsizing of the of the economy in cities, um, and the commercial property people are likely to um, be the ones that that struggle. Um, and you know, we, we were talking about this last week when we were in. 
what what will that mean for our city centres? I think you know the, the the my common sense head thinks that a lot of these commercial spaces will end up going to residential again. Yeah. Yeah, I think they will. It's, I mean, a lot of the offices are still not back in uh, at the moment. I know, I know, obviously, the shops are all opening up, and it, but I think a lot of the companies aren't doing the conversion in the offices to help with the two meter or whatever one meter rule toilets, you know, uh, areas where they're doing the food and that type of thing. It's it's difficult for them to do that, and they don't want to spend the money. I think they're still keeping people at home. They're either furloughing them or they're working online, um, and I think they're just sitting and waiting. So, you know, the retail, yeah, that's moving forward, but I think office space is still going to struggle. Um, I mean, obviously, is anybody in, in your actual physical office, Grant, with you now? Yeah, I've got David with me at the moment, yeah. Right, but you obviously are a couple of metres away from each other, aren't you? So you're... Well, we, we have a cuddle about every five minutes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I understand that. You know, we're social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just a weird one, isn't it? Because everybody's just sitting there and waiting, and then we all, all the banks... You know, as as Grant said, like with Barclays, it's they are just waiting, uh, and and they're figuring out that they can do it from home. You know, that why why have customer services full of, like, you know, in offices when they can be sat at home on the computers and the headsets? It's it's just proving the way, the way forward. How things have changed. It'll um, be interesting to see on the tenth of July when we're at Changying, how everybody's going to meet. It's going to be so awkward. You know, does somebody want to shake hands? Does somebody you can't want shake hands? <laughs> Do you know what? I, I, I prefer. I've never been much of a hugger. <laughs> I like, I like I'm not having the pressure. Sorry, I couldn't quite grasp that. It, what, was uh, it hugger? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting when we do that meeting. Um, well, that, I'm just thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, when we just when the lockdown was going to happen, and we had the networking event, you had Ben who was hugging everybody, and we were saying, "Don't hug." <laughs> yes, I was like, stay away, stay away. Is the reason why the R rate went up? <laughs> so, oh can, can, can I just quickly, as one is something I just wanted to mention about that, just before we uh, we sign off today, is that obviously we're we're starting to loosen everything up now, and and you know, as Mark said, that the shops are open now, fantastic, but with with social distancing rules, etc. Obviously, we've had all the issue with um, all of the protests where there's lots of people getting much closer than they're supposed to. Um, I am now keeping a really keen eye on the R, R rate and, yeah. and what happens from, from yeah. now on because if we don't get a second spike now... You've got to uh, open up. You've got to doesn't open up. That, but doesn't that prove that we didn't need to lock down in the first place. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, somebody explain yeah. that maybe my yeah. thinking might be flawed, but if we don't get a second spike, that would imply we didn't need to lock down, wouldn't it? Well, I don't think we're <sighs> going to get a second spike yet anyway. I don't I think it'll be... Well, it takes three weeks to incubate and, and then the, you know, after three weeks of loosening the lockdown, surely there should be another, at least a rise in, in infection rate. Well, you would have thought so. Well, let's just watch and see. I mean, it's, don't forget when we went into this, the, the weather wasn't as good. I know it went better when we when we went into lockdown, but it it these type of viruses always perform better when it's a cooler. Well, I don't understand that because no, I don't understand that either. If um, was it Iran that had the highest rate right at the beginning? Yeah, and, and it's bloody red hot there, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Um, yeah, India's uh, India's having a bit of a problem now, aren't they? So uh, it's, it's quite hot there, I believe. 
It, I think it is, mate. I think it is. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm eight. Hey, look, you only got to look at the flu epidemics. When do they come? They come in the winter months. So I don't know. I'm not a flu bug. I don't well, know. The, <laughs> the reports are the NHS are getting ready for the second wave. Uh, yeah, right. October, November time, aren't they? Well, yeah, then, that, you know, if, if that happens, then then at least we'll all be saying, well, we did the right thing. But if it doesn't happen, I think there's going to be a lot of people going, hang on a minute. But are we? But you see, that's that, that the flip side of that is, are, have we controlled it because we went into lockdown? Yeah. You know, because did we force it down with that? You know, the the, the whole system of you know staying away from everybody, not not shaking hands, not hugging. You know, you know, staying away in our own houses. Did that work as it worked? And I think but, it probably has. The virus is still out there, though, isn't it? We're still getting. It is. To hospital every day and you know there's still people dying from it so it's still out there oh it definitely is but i think we've changed the way we are now though haven't we? we are not connecting as, as nowhere near as much i mean we still you know got all that hand washing going on and uh, the gel and everything so it's that's what's going to keep it down um but we'll see we'll see how we go we'll, we'll, we'll just see we'll, we'll put well, that across we've seen the worst of it that's that's you know that's well, what we, hope so. now, we need every we need every week to go by with it becoming less and less of a threat so that it can really, as Mark said, kick, get to the end of this year and make 2021 uh, an absolute beast of a yeah. year. Well, that's a, that's so Carl is not open, Mark. No, Carl is not open. Uh, obviously, Mark, you might want to try... Open. Mark, you might want to try <laughs> not Greg's today. Go for something different, my dear. <laughs> I'm still doing my run. Pret. Yeah, how they how they're serving there? You're just going into the store and Yeah, they've got all the stickers on the floor. Um, I mean that there was hardly anybody in there when we walked past this morning. Um there was a massive queue outside the Halifax. That was the <laughs> only uh, well, that's been open all along. So um oh, yeah, I mean I'm genuinely surprised at how, it seems quieter today than it was last Wednesday. I think we're going to be used to this. this. Is the problem? We're just going to get used to it. So so quiet and getting. I mean, did you drive into Birmingham today? Yeah. Right. So that obviously that was quite quick as well. Yeah, no traffic straight in. Uh, there was a, actually, there was a little queue. But outside. No, the parking's paid for again. Now it's cost me twelve quid to park today. Oh. Uh, when we parking there then? And the and we saw straight away in a park pool that I saw a parking attendant out straight away. Again. My point was on Friday, if you're going to do this Birmingham City Council, if you're going to push for the shops to open, you've got to do something you can't park in face. Mark, did you say that Tony said at Touchwood and Solly Hall, that's free parking? Yeah, yeah. He said he was doing a deal with free they? parking. Yeah. Right. John Lewis isn't open, though. John oh, Lewis no, opened on the 18th. Yeah, Realise yeah. it's closed. Yeah, yeah. on the 18th. Right then, people, that is. Thank you very much, Mark, for being in the Gloucester Keys today, and the roving reporter. Thanks a lot to Mark. Roving, roving. Yeah, roving. And uh, thanks a lot to Grant, who's uh, in the centre of Birmingham. We shall return tomorrow at midday for the small business growth. I, I, I don't well, know today. Sorry. Small <laughs> group. It you is know a what? I'll, I'll see you tomorrow at 12. See you all. <laughs> see you later. Ciao. Ha, ha, ha.